to RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network, right here on the fine program known as Blog Talk Radio that apparently is letting nobody else call in tonight. Uh, so right now we're hopefully, hopefully it fixes itself, but if not, it will be just me and this gentleman you will be hearing. He is my co-host. He is... Vacant, hola, el vacant. It might be a quiet evening for us tonight. Oh, that would be a new and different and exciting. <laughs> Just you, me, and 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 the Mave doll over there. I mean, if you want, I could go get. No, wait, no, he's still at the farm. I can't get Pedro. Yeah. Um, I could go get but, one of the nephews. No, no, that's okay. No need for that. Ah. <sighs> So it may be a quiet night for us because apparently Blog Talk's having issues with people, other people calling in uh, tonight. So we may just, it may just be you and me, which is fine. It is what it is. We'll, we'll figure a way to make it, make it work. So that's a big night. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, first of all, let's start off with Love Hurts and the final results from Love Hurts. It was a very interesting evening. Claymore retained his World Heavyweight Championship against the Hawksters, so the good man uh, did not did not continue his uh, Love Hurts jinx of losing the world title two years in a row. <clears throat> he was able to retain the World Heavyweight Championship against the Hawksters, so congratulations to Claymore. Yeah, Lady retain, Bex- that's the word I'll use. My God. What's that? I'm not sure if retain is the word I would use. My God, it was a beatdown. It was. It, it was Claymore. Claymore strove to prove his dominance against the Hawks there, and he surely did at Love Hurts. Lady Vex defeated Mithras to retain the Platinum Dragon Championship. That was a pretty good match. Uh, congratulations oh. to to Vex. Uh, so she gets a bit of a monkey off her back as well. Paragon of Greatness retained his national championship yeah. against Scythe. The Immortal Griffith retained his men's championship against Powerbomb McKee. Tigress retained her estrogen championship against Wildfire. However, after all those re- retainings, we now we unfortunately have to report, not unfortunately, but unfortunately for the Cougar, she is no longer FUBAR City champion, DW, the new FUBAR City champion. So congratulations to DW. Maeve O'Hare is still your Midnight Hobo champion after defeating... Uh, beast uh, triple crown champion Chris Cage is your new triple crown champion after be- defeating Boney and IKP called uh, it so, yes you did Chris Cage is the new triple crown champion congratulations to to uh, the unsettled one uh, Dev is still your multimedia champion after defeating Dees Coogs retained her Powerball championship against Uncle Frank but we have new Tag team champions as Amore, which is DW and Slashy, defeated 
Swords and Scimitars, which is the Teflon Sheik and Claymore, to become the new tag team champions in RAWF. Uh, Swords and, and, and Scimitars. a comeback, too, I have to say. It did not look like it was going their way at first. Yeah, no, it didn't. They definitely, they definitely had to come, had to uh, batten down the hatches to get back into that, but they did, and they are the new tag team champions. But kudos to Swords and Scimitars. They had quite the run as tag team champions. And I, I mean, feeling- you had to admit, the deck was stacked against Swords and Scimitars. I mean, it was a team called Amor at Love Hurts. Well, there, there's, that is a good point. That is apropos, if you will. Um, I mean, some Mithras, of the smart mics might say that's like poor writing. You know, that's like, oh, that's just obvious. <laughs> true. Very true. White Lightning Championship. Mithras is still the White Lightning Champion after defeating Claymore. Uh, Killing Neptune still your Champion's Choice Champion after defeating DW. DW lost the Hatfield McCoy Championship to Maeve O'Hare. Maeve is now a two title holder. For the first time in her R.A.W.F. career, congratulations to Maeve. A great night for her at Love Hurts. Uh, the Hawkster, still your Supreme Fighter champion after defeating Tiggs. Griff is still the Ultimate Gauntlet champion after defeating Tiggs as well. So Tiggs, eh, I mean, she retained her estrogen, but otherwise wow. uh, did not was not successful in adding to her championship total. Uh, and then the Superstars Championship was defended on pay-per-view. Luke Cage defeated Strangleheart to retain that. Uh, last week, uh, I, I accidentally reported the wrong winner in the Irish strap match between Liam O'Shaughnessy and Mike D'Annunzio. It was indeed Liam O'Shaughnessy, and Liam was not too happy with me about that all weekend that I made that little goof up, you know. But And I heard he was trying Ooh. to call in, but, you know, huh? Oops. Yeah, oops, you know. But, you know, I mean, it was a, we might be able to finagle him in. I mean, why would we want to do that? Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> He's just going to give me shit for freaking making that mistake. Oh, now I definitely want to get him in here. Hold on. At any rate, back to results. Judgment. Now, Judgment, I mean, give this man credit. He got, went up against the entire OPEC Brotherhood in four separate matches. He was able to beat the Paragon of Greatness, and for a split second, uh, he owned Paragon of Greatness's uh, mask, but he promptly gave that back. Uh, he'd proven his point, apparently, and decided that that was going to be it, and all of that said and done. He also beat Uncle Frank in their uh, casket match. He beat Killa Neptune in their pool match, however, he did not go four for four, which would have been one hell of a hell. I, I would have never seen it coming if he had done that, but he came very close. But Knox Boogie was able to get at least get uh, Opic Brotherhood on the board uh, by beating him in that firehouse match. So I mean, still impressive. Judgment beat three of the four Brotherhood and and got got a got a little bit of a satisfaction out of it. Uh, what's your take on Judgment's? Uh, victory. Uh, uh, the fact that he beat Paragon, we're never going to hear the end of it. He could have lost every other match and he'd act like it was the biggest victory known to man. Yeah. Well, of course he would. Of course he would. But, you know, is what it is. All right. Uh, last but not least, <clears throat> I see now. Stai defeated Hot Shot Chaz in a Fubar City street fight. And then Boney and Slashy defeated Excalibur, the Caliber Brothers, in their Inferno tag team match. 
And there was a, afterwards we found out that Demented Fallen Angel was the voice that had been speaking to the Caliber Brothers. She she uh, made her presence felt after the match. But so that all good. That is your results from Love Hurts. We now turn towards RAWF Unyielding, which will come to you all from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, March. What I say, twenty first. Yes, March twenty first. <clears throat> Just a few short weeks away. One, two, three, three weeks away. Wow. We're only three weeks away from unyielding. Eesh. Time's flying fast, and I'm going to have to get, get going on some things here really quick because it's getting that time of year again where I have to start thinking about the Xanth of the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. All right. So. All right. Well, Elvacant, I know you're you're busy right now, but you want to uh, go ahead and uh, reveal the final rankings for the January-February rankings period. I, I can do that. Give me one second here. All right. Here we go. Um, right. So this is the final. So this is what's going to determine your, uh, you know, what, what matches you get at the next pay-per-view. Uh, you know, there's no more crying over it. It's over. It's done. We've moved on to the next thing. Now you go and kick ass over there. But for the finals, here we go. The top 25 are as follows. In 25th place, we have uh, the mysterious one himself, Mark Caliber. In 24th place, we have the most obnoxiously named man I've ever seen, simply the best. In 23rd, that way, I don't, he doesn't usually get into top 25, so good for him. In 23rd place, we have Strangleheart. In 22nd place, we have Psy. In 21st place, we have the Brick City himself. Uh, the Bard, it's Brick City Bard. They got to put through the whole thing. Yeah. Brick City Bard, uh, Liam O'Shaughnessy. In 20th place, we have our current national champion, yeah. the Paragon of Greatness. In 19th place, we have Scythe. In 18th place, we have Nuno D'Annunzio. That, that's kind of fun to say, too. It's, I mean, it's not the funnest name I get to say, but it's a pretty fun name. All right. In 17th, we have, in 17th place, we have, oh, look at that, clickety-clack, it's a hobo attack. That's right. The hobo Ezekiel is in 17th place. Good. In 16th place, we have the Iceman himself, Iceman King Parsons, 16th place. In 15th place, we have the Money Sue. That's right, Money Sue is in 15th place. Good for him. Yay. All right, in 14th place, we have Crazy Mama. In 13th place, we have our current world champion, Claymore. In 12th place, we have Hacha Chaz. In 11th place, we have our current superstars champion, the power player himself, Luke Cage. In 10th place, we have the triple crown champion and the most aptly named man in the history of wrestling, the unsettled Chris Cage. We had two cages right in a row. Luke Cage, Chris Cage. It's pretty good. All right. In 9th place, we have our multimedia champion, Dev. In 8th place, we have our Hatfield, the McCoy, and Midnight Hobo champion. Hola, me, if I see you out there. Como esta? In Seventh place, we have our current estrogen champion, Tigress. Wow, wow. In sixth place, we have, oh, wait for it. B. In fifth place, we have D's. In fourth place, we have oh, everybody's favorite entrepreneur, the Teflon Sheik. All right, in third place, we have our full bar city champion, the Domino Warrior. In second place, we have our men's and ultimate gauntlet champion, the immortal one himself, Griffith. And in first place, 
would should be no surprise. He's been there all month. The White Lightning Champion, Mithras, number one with a bullet. There you go, everybody. If you understand how the rankings work, you probably have a good idea what's happening. All right. So what does all this mean for contender matches? Well, I'll tell you in just a second. First, uh, we need to wish a happy belated birthday to one of the people you just mentioned on that list. Your favorite one, as a matter of fact, to say. So let's... uh, for anybody in the audience who's got a birthday today, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to the one and only Beast. You know, I tried saying that your way last week when you weren't here, Logan. I just I couldn't get it out. So if you want to say a special happy birthday, go for it. Happy birthday, Beast. All right. Thank you very much. Wait, <laughs> that, that, no, very much. Happy birthday, Beast. Uh, you know, I got to tell you, every week it is one of, my, one, one of the most fun things I get to do is say your name. It's great. I love it. Yeah, I, 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 I couldn't say it like that. It's just, mm-hmm. Also, you have, right. to, you have to let the cojones drop before you do it. I had, I, I could, I just, mm. ah, I, but, all right, tomorrow's superstars will feature a star-studded lineup of contenders matches, ladies and gentlemen. First of all, uh, multimedia title contender match. It'll be Psy taking on Strangleheart to see who will face Dev for the multimedia championship at Unyielding. That one could be a good one. Nuno Denunzio will take on Psy in a triple crown contendership. The other triple crown contendership match will be Hobo Ezekiel versus Liam O'Shaughnessy. Uh, Fubar City at title contender match. It'll be Money Sue taking on IKP, Iceman King Parsons. Midnight Hobo contendership match. It'll be Hotshot Chaz taking on Crazy Mama. National title contender match. It will be Beast taking on Luke Cage. Platinum Dragon at championship contendership. It will be the Teflon Sheik taking on D's. And for the World Heavyweight Championship, a shot at the World Heavyweight Champion. Two former World Heavyweight Champions duke it out. It will be Mithras and the Immortal Griffith. So one of those two will face Claymore for the World Heavyweight Championship at Unyielding. And it could be very a very interesting bout tomorrow when those two face off L Vacant. Uh, where, where do you want to start with this one? Uh, sorry, I was dealing with our technical issues trying to get people through. Uh, we do have two people on hold uh, currently. Um, sorry, ask me. Sorry, three people on hold currently. Now, I'm sorry. Ask me your question again. 
I was talking about the World Heavyweight Contendership match tomorrow between Mithras and the Immortal Griffith. One of those two will face off with Claymore at unyielding for the World Heavyweight Championship. Who who comes out on top between these two legends? Oh, guys. You know, that's always a coin flip. Uh, I will say after the last time they met, I I think Mithras is going to come in uh, with a little bit of an axe to grind, I, I, I think the favor. I think it's going to be in his favor. True, but at the same time, does as you might know, may or may not know, Mithras Claymore and the Teflon Sheik have formed a bit of a faction. Uh, the Necessary Evil is what they call themselves. Do you think Mithras would have a problem facing uh, Claymore for World Championship, <clears throat> being that they're in the same faction now? I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen enough of how he's going to interact with them. But look, I mean, if he's going to start acting like they do, maybe he fights all, he fights as hard as he can to keep Griffith out of the match, and then he just takes the finger of doom in the title match. You know, you never know. Maybe that's how they protect one another. It's possible. Keep, grip, keep Griffith out of the scene. Maybe. Could be. And, of course, the Memorial Griffith, he lost the World Heavyweight Championship to Claymore at Jingle Hell Rock. He would love to be a seven-time World Heavyweight Champion. I believe it would be seven if he won again, correct? I believe that is correct. All right. So ah, we'll talk more about these matches in just a little bit. We have gotten a few callers in, so I want to bring on our first one. Uh, and he may have a bit of an update to talk about his division uh, GM report. Well, but before that, let me get one couple of reports out of the way. Uh, first of all, tags report from Unstoppable. Round three has been posted. And that's your tags report from Unstoppable. Thank you, Unstoppable. Uh, then from Powerball GM The Razor, the winning numbers were 1, 14, and 25. Those who guessed one or two numbers are entered into the Powerball Contendership Tourney, and they are as follows. Lady Vex, Psy, Raven the Enchanted, Wolfie, Domino Warrior, The Unsettled Chris Cage, Paragon of Greatness, Big Effin' Hitman, Claymore, Nightcrawler, Boney, Alex Caliber, and Marquise de Sade. Mar- Marquis de Sade. Marquis. Did I say that right? Marquis. Marquis, Marquis de Sade. De Sade. The S is silent. Okay. Marquis de, de, de Sade. Just the one S. The, the second S. Just, the, just in Marquis, the S is Mar- Marquis de I aid. I don't know. Anyway. Sad, like sadism. That's who he's named after. By the way, one match I did also forget to mention for, for uh, superstars tomorrow. Luke Cage will defend the superstars title against simply the best. All right. So now let's get to some colors. Let's bring on first. He is your ultimate gauntlet GM, but we got a lot to talk with him about. He is. Yeah, man, 
Live via email, through his email, is the Paragon of Greatness. Paragon, good evening. Uh, good evening, L.A. Uh, I guess we should start things off with an ultimate gauntlet report since um, we're here at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I can say that I've sent out a company message this week uh, allowing people to sign up for the new season with what was potentially going to be new rules with some suggestions that I was given uh, as to ways that I might be able to improve the ultimate gauntlet. I held a vote amongst the people uh, as to potential changes or to keep things the same. And the vote results were uh, checks notes (laughs) unanimous to uh, keep it exactly the same as it was. So uh, it it turns out that perhaps I was a bit self-conscious about my own division. Nothing needed to be changed. We will be keeping the same format. Uh, And with that said, we have started this season with a run of Strangleheart versus the Hawkster. Strangleheart was able to successfully defeat the Hawkster, move on to his second match against Aaron McFadden, which just started earlier this evening. All right, so the new season of Ultimate Gauntlet underway, uh, and I was I I I guess it just goes to show Paragon people like pe- people don't like change. I I, I guess I don't know, <laughs> but uh, with that being said, you have been, you have you have been doing an awesome job uh, with the Ultimate Gauntlet since taking over that division, and keep up the good work, sir. But stick around; got a lot to talk to you about. All right. All right. So that is all the GM reports that I know I have for the moment. Uh, if there's any GM out there that isn't that wants to send in a report during the show, feel free to do so. Uh, but that that's pretty much it. Wait, there was a 32 to one. Let me look in the GM chat real quick. Week four of 32 to one has been made. There we go. There's your 32 and one report from Raven. All right. So I guess we might as well get this out of the way because I have a feeling I, I'm, I'm, if I don't, uh, I'm going to need the Excedrin sooner rather than later. Let's bring on Black Irish's own. He was victorious at Love Hurts over Mike Denunzio in their Irish strap match. He is the Brick City Bard. He is. City Bard Liam O'Shaughnessy now joining us on After Hours. Liam, good evening. Liam, are you there? Liam. Liam. Are you muted? Are you muted? Well, this is Liam. problematic. 
It is. You know, for a guy who talks a lot. I mean, I was expecting. Okay. Apparently. Okay, he's talking, but we're not hearing him, is what it is. He says in the chat. Check, make sure you're not muted, Liam. Okay, let me try this. Mute and unmute. Try again. (laughs) Well, I I kind of agree with the Nunzio to the best O'Shaughnessy segment ever. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, That's mean. If you're... So, uh, quick technical thing. If you're coming through a web browser, which you are, you have to give the web browser access to your mic. That might be the problem. So, I tell you what, Liam, hang in there for a little bit, uh, and we'll try to try you in just a few more minutes, few minutes. So, all right. Well, with that being said, let's bring back the Paragon of Greatness then, because I want to talk to him. Uh, Paragon, welcome back. Uh Thank you. You know, you gotta love live radio, don't you? Yeah, gotta love it. Gotta love blog talk. It's just, uh, hopefully, this is a one-time thing, and this isn't going to be a problematic. But we will, uh, we'll have to run with it. So, Paragon, uh, first of all, congratulations! Still national champion after defeating Sai that love hurt. Uh, had a little bit of a hiccup against Judgment, but the two of you seem to have worked all of that out last week. Uh, you, you had a, a pretty positive spin on it. Uh, Knox Boogie, it wasn't a clean sweep of the opaque brotherhood as Knox Boogie was able to beat Judge. But uh, what do you take away from that gauntlet match against Judge? What did the what did the brotherhood take away from it? Well, you see, it, it's twofold, and I I touched on this a bit last week. First and foremost. This was not about the matches. Uh, we'd, we'd said this from the beginning. This was about the redemption of one Judgment J. Esquire. He delivered on what we wanted to see from him, and that's that's the important thing. You know, I've I've made no bones about that here in my time in RAWF. I want to see other people succeed, perhaps to my own detriment, perhaps more than myself. I want to see this company and other people succeed. And if I'm working with somebody in the ring and that person does not come out the other end, a better performer and a higher profile star than I failed to do my job. And, you know, it's a heavy task to try to raise the profile of one judgment. This is an icon of this business. It's somebody who everybody knows everybody, whether it's good, bad, or what have you, everyone has something to say about judgment but the fact was that he was he was starting to kind of fall off of the the radar of the public consciousness, and it, it was time for Judgment to to make that big leap back into the spotlight. And you know, Judgment the the way that he is, it's always going to be theatrical, it's always going to be dramatic, and what an amazing fashion that he was able to make a statement, show the world, hey, do not forget about the puppet master, Judgment back on the scene, winning a three out of four gauntlet against the Opaque Brotherhood for. Hall of Famers in R.A.W.F. Uh, I I don't want to say that I'm happy that I lost a match because of 
course, nobody is, but this is the result that we were looking for, and I'm thrilled for the man. So, with that being said, um, earlier this week, Paragon, our cameras caught you having a basically a come-to-Jesus meeting with the rest of the Opaque Brotherhood. Uh, it was very interesting. Uh, to say the least, let's talk about let's talk about what you said to each member. Uh, we'll start with Killa. Uh, there is one mountain. You said this is a quote. There is one mountain left for you to climb. The one token of legitimacy that you need to believe in yourself the way you should. Killa Neptune, I charge you with a simple task: win the RAWF World Heavyweight Championship in 2021. Prove to yourself that you're more than just a funny guy. Ooh. Get simple task. Simple oh. task, you say. I mean, here's the, here's the deal. We know that he is the one br- member of the Opaque Brotherhood that has never held the World of Weight Championship here in RAWF. Uh, and he certainly has been up there. He has the ability to do it. We know this. But is putting this kind of pressure on him, and he, I mean, right now we're already, two months are already gone in 2021. So he, he basically has a 10 month window, you're saying win the R.A.W. World Heavyweight Championship in 2021. Uh, I mean, what what, do, what what were you thinking in telling this to Killa Neptune? Well, okay, so here we go. Um, judgment experiment aside, you know, we, we did achieve what we want to do with this situation, but the fact is that the whole thing made me realize a similar thing about the opaque brotherhood. I mean, myself, I'm, I'm still here constantly present on radio. I've, I'm always in at least some sort of title picture. You know, the name Paragon of Greatness isn't going anywhere at the moment. It may not be going exactly where I want it to go. We'll get to that. I'm sure. But the rest of the opaque brotherhood for the better part of the last year had not really been on that radar. And there's a point that these were very, respected and feared names here in R.A.W.F. Uh, you know, three of the four of us former world champions. Uh, the only faction that its entirety are individual members of the Hall of Fame. Uh, an achievement one time, we had managed to land the ranking spots of one, two, three, and four on the final rankings of a month. Another monumental task, and yet uh, and on a given month, I think that it's it's very believable that two to possibly three members of the Opaque Brotherhood aren't even going to be found on the top 25 lately. And that's a – it's a bit of a shame, and I think that it was time for us – I think that we've, we've seen a new generation come and pass. We've seen this, this world around us um, evolve to where RAWF is a bigger – and stronger place than it was the last time that we were collectively working to motivate each other. I think that it's time to prove to ourselves and to everybody else that we still are what we were, that it's no longer entirely about just watching the, the tide go ahead of us. It's, it's time to show that we, we can still go at the absolute highest level and kill a Neptune. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, a simple task, uh, of course, he, he's, he is charged with the most difficult task of anybody, and this task is a task that is special for him because it is specific to him. As we've touched on, Uncle Frank became the world heavyweight champion 
Knox Boogie has become the world heavyweight champion. I've been the world champion on numerous occasions. Killing Neptune, of course, falling short on this this particular goal. And while I, I wouldn't personally knock him as a performer, saying that he's any lesser for not having this, this is a very difficult championship to hold. In fact, the most difficult championship to hold in the entirety of this sport. But Killa, he has a bit of an issue of confidence, if you will. The man is a world-class athlete. He is a world-class competitor. We've seen him throughout this career. He's earned that Hall of Fame spot. But he constantly is dogged by this idea that he's somehow the weak link of the Opaque Brotherhood, that the, the world abroad looks at him as a comedy character, if you will, as, as, as the clown of the Brotherhood, this guy that is a joke. He's a, he, he, you know, he can win these matches, but at the end of the day, Killa Neptune is there to make people laugh. And I mean, he is, he's a very funny guy. I think that everybody enjoys the things that he has to do here in RAWF. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being funny, but he lives in this world where he truly believes that he has to earn a greater level of respect. He has to be looked at as more than a funny guy. And I think that everybody already looks at him in this way. But the problem is he does not. And I know that there's only one way to get him out of that mindset, to let him believe in himself truly and completely, to let him be the superstar that he always knew that he should be and that I always know that he can be. And that is why he, I am tasking him within the next 10 months, become the RAWF world champion, prove you are a world champion and a funny guy. You're not just that funny guy. Well, that's a hell of a task. We'll see, we'll see if Killer Neptune can pull it off. I mean, it's still, we still got plenty of time for him to do this. Several pay-per-view, many pay-per-views. We will see what happens. Can Killer Neptune pull that off by the end of 2021? We will find out. You talked with Frank and Knox as well. A little bit of lower uh, expectations, I would say, for them. Uh, you, you basically said, told Frank he was not the monster he had been in, in recent times, especially when he was World Weight Champion. Uh, no one fears him like they once did. He, has the, he, needs, he needs to fight. He needs to get back to Fubar City or find that electric steel cage. Uh, basically saying he needs to win the Fubar City or White Lightning Championships. Those should be his goals. Did he? How does Uncle Freak respond when you talk to him like that? By the way, I mean, he gets with a grunt. Uh, well, you're not entirely wrong. Of, of course, this is um, Uncle Frank, not a very communicative guy. Uh, but the fact is, he. A lot of people do kind of think of Uncle Frank as maybe this bit of a mindless monster. That's not the situation. Let us not confuse mute with a lack of intelligence. Uncle Frank is very aware of what's going on around him. He perhaps um, has a bit of issues uh, fitting into social situations because of the upbringing that he was unfortunately cursed with, but he knows what's being said to him and he can clearly understand the situation and what I've had to say to him. The fact is that Uncle Frank at one point was the horror of the hills. This guy that people would clear the hallways when he was walking their direction. Nobody wanted to look him in the eye. People respected and feared what he could do in the ring. And I think that once the tale of two heroes at Immortal Six took place, I think that he kind of, he found this 
place where people had finally grown to accept him for, for who he was, and perhaps um, he's let this soften him a bit too much. Let, let's not forget, between the White Lightning Championship and the FUBAR City Championship, this man had combined 140 weeks holding a hardcore championship in RAWF, and it's it's been a while since people have uttered the name Uncle Frank and uh, a shiver of fear has gone through the streets of FUBAR City. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the championship that made Uncle Frank, that raised him to the profile that allowed for the main event of Immortal Six. And I think that he's been a little bit lost since then. Uh, if we're being honest, he won a world championship and that was great for him. And he, he held it for a little bit, but once he'd lost that championship, he seemed like he was a man on an Island. He had, he had nothing left in, in the tank. He, he didn't have an identity and he's been suffering from the same identity crisis for since he's lost that world championship, he's kind of floated around with very little to do and no direction. And I think that the best way to get Uncle Frank back on the path to success is to take him back to his roots, show where he gained the most success, gain that confidence back. The way to do that is to take him to Fubar City or let him fry somebody in that cage. All right. Well, Paragon, uh, I'm not done talking with you just yet. I'll touch on what you said with Knox, and I said about yourself here in just a little bit. We've got some things i got to cover first, so uh, hang tight for a little while, okay? Absolutely. <laughs> well, we fixed the, uh, the, 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 the mic problem for the Irish guy. Uh, all right, yes, we'll bring him on in just a second. Quickly want to get out uh, the Cougar sent in her GM report. Uh, first of all, congratulations to Boney. He became the first Anything Goes champion uh, he defeated the Hawkster last week on Superstars, so congratulations, Boney. Uh, currently, now, for the new season of Anything Goes, 28 people have signed up for Season 2, and sign-ups will close on Tuesday, March 2nd, instead of Friday, March 5th. She's giving an extra three days. Now, high voltage, uh, making it into Season 2 from Season 1 are Claymore, Wolfie, The Unsettled Chris Cage, and Beast. Both of the following have won their matches to get a spot in Season 2, that being Hotshot Chaz and DW. They're still waiting on Sophia McFadden versus Mark Caliber and Cy versus Mithras uh, to see who, who jumps in there uh, at the other two spots. Interesting. Mithras is in a position to go into the High Voltage Invitational as, high vo- as White Lightning Champion. So... Uh, and the scene link is in the chat. Thank you, Coos, very much. All right, so let's try this again then, shall we? Let's bring on the Brick City Bard, Liam O'Shaughnessy. Liam, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you, sir. Yes. <laughs> Lucky you. Aren't you fortunate? Yes. Well, so, uh, I'll let you know if I feel that way here in just a few minutes. Liam. I want to formally apologize for misleading uh, and, and misinforming everyone last week uh, that did not, you know, in saying that you did not win the Irish uh, strap match against Denunzio. I apologize for that. Uh, it was a great match, one of the best of uh, this so far in 2021, no doubt about it. The two of you tore into each other. Uh, it was a great match, and you did come out victorious. So congratulations. The match of the year. Let's just call it now. The other nine months 
are irrelevant. Let's just call it. It's the match of the year for 2021 on RAWF. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Denunzio his, his props. He absolutely brought his A game that day. There, there's more I saw out of him that night at Love Hurts than I had ever seen before, which just once again goes to prove Liam O'Shaughnessy, the Brick City Bard, Slantra Sinatra is the kingmaker of RAWF. I brought out the best in him. And then, of course, I left it laying in the middle of the ring. So, Paragon, I heard you talking a moment ago. About, it sounds like you're, you're opening up a school for wayward toys. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to formally say I will pay Denunzio's tuition to that school if he wants to, to, to go under your tutelage. Because I think he could use it right now. He's, this, he's in a dark place. Did everyone see what happened to him? He went to this darker place. He's this angry, darker character because of what I did to him at Love Hurts. And I think he needs your guidance, Paragon of Greatness. I think you need to take him under your wing. Uh, well, Liam, with that being said, there is right now a possibility chance that you may face be meeting up with Denunzio once again at Unyielding if both of you win your Triple Crown contender matches. However, uh, if you both win, it will not just be a one-on-one. You have to add the unsettled Chris Cage to the mix as the Triple Crown Championship would be on the line. First, your opponent tomorrow to get into that match is Hobo Ezekiel. Your thoughts on facing Hobo Ezekiel tomorrow for a possible Triple Crown Championship. Okay, so I'm going to be completely honest here because this is where I have struggled ever so little in RAWF. It's getting over the hump in these contenders' matches and being able to earn that ticket into the title scene at a pay-per-view. So, and I see Ezekiel is in the chat. So, my brother... I intend on bringing my A game in that contenders match. I hope you are ready. I'm on a bit of a streak right now, so be prepared. I, I, it is my goal now to get over that hump, get into that title scene, and then move on to the pay-per-view and be able to get my first taste of gold here. Because let's face it, I've been doing some, some really remarkable stuff here, making some money and putting the butts in the seats for the last seven months, but I haven't yet had that taste of gold. And that's just so much better for RAWF when the Brick City Bard is on the top of the card. All right, now, if it comes down to me, Chris Cage, Nuno Denunzio, whatever, first of all, I feel sorry for Chris Cage because he is the grass upon which the elephants will fight. Nuno Denunzio is still trying to get another match with me, and this is how he's going to have to get it. All right, do you understand why Rocky 1 is the best Rocky movie? L.A., do you know why? Why? Because at the end of the fight, the guy who was supposed to win won. The scrappy upstart lost. They said there wasn't going to be a rematch, and it should have ended there. So now, my focus on winning the Triple Crown Championship. That is my singular focus right now, and I'm putting what happened with Nuno Denunzio at Love Hurts behind me the way the Rocky movie should have just stopped at one. All right, Vex, fine. Four, fine. I'll, 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 I'll actually accept that. It's a tie. I actually prefer three, but that's just me. But, uh, Good anyway. soundtrack. Whatever he hits, he destroys. Yeah, that's, I'm okay with that. But you know what? Because we had four means we also got five. But, Liam, 
say you sure. do beat Hobo tomorrow. We talk yes. about you, know, you say how that's how none. But if the Nunzio does not win, then you'll be in the ring with your Black Irish brother Size as well as Chris Cage. Any any thoughts on possibly having to compete with another member of Black Irish for that Triple Crown Championship? Yeah, absolutely. I have thoughts on this. I say good. I say absolutely fine with me. You know what? This, it, it's not the first time, and it won't be the last. Maven IKP faced off in an absolute classic to determine the number one contender for the world championship, what, five, six months ago? And it was absolutely outstanding. This is the way Black Irish goes about their business. We know that when you deal with a top 25 rankings, which the four of us are consistently all a part of, that we're going to have to face off against each other one time or another. That's business. That's the way it goes. And at the end of the day, iron sharpens totally fine with that. So if Scythe and I are in the ring as opponents with gold on the line, we will shake hands. We will give each other our best and we will feel sorry for whomever the third son bitch is in that match because that person's in for a bad night. All right. Well, Liam, I hope you. I, I I hope we're good. I hope you understand. I'm sorry. I am. I do apologize again for the mistake last week. We, we good. Apology accepted. Apology accepted. And I'll make sure I update Twitter to reflect the fact that you did the right thing. All right. Thank you, Liam. I appreciate that. All You're right. Welcome. Any anything else you'd like to cover, Liam? I know. I know your time is uh, precious to you tonight. So, uh, anything else you'd like to say or promote? Uh, before you go no man i am good i am done i've said my piece and i will and i will be looking forward to tomorrow and getting in the ring and getting my first shot at gold so i i appreciate the opportunity to come and get this all out there so congratulations you managed to get me on the show everyone's the better for it <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen uh, the brick city go ahead just What's so that? you know there uh, mr uh, bard uh, that person you were talking about for a while there, uh, he, he, he wants to he wants to get in there too. So you might want to at least keep your ears open. I think he might have something to say. Oh boy! All right. Well, you know what? Maybe maybe I will because he's he's probably he's probably gonna come on and talk about how he understands that I was the better man at Love Hurts, and he's probably going. You know what? He should shout. I'm sure me that's exactly what's going to happen. I mean, that's a spoiler. I'm good for it. Have them on. Fine with me. All right. Liam, thank you for joining us. We're Good night, move gentlemen. On. Good night. Liam O'Shaughnessy, ladies and gentlemen, could be uh, the next Triple Crown champion if he can get past Hobo Ezekiel uh, tomorrow on Superstars. All right. So with that being said, let's bring back the Paragon of Greatness because I wasn't quite done with him. Paragon, this is your third. Not often uh, I get to bring you on three times. Third rambling um, promo from Paragon of Greatness in one night. What a lucky show for everybody. I'm sure that they're just at the edge of their seats. Well, you know, we got, it is what it is. Let's talk about now uh, Knox Boogie, what you said to him in this little come to, come to Jesus meeting with the Obey Brotherhood. Uh, you know, you mentioned how no one's afraid of the boogeyman. Uh, under their bed, no, no R.A.W.'s not afraid of the boogeyman under their bed anymore, any longer since for the last while. Um, but you know, it, it seems like maybe your expectation is a little lower. You were talking about how you and he were tag team champions, Dungeons and Dragons, there for quite a while, uh, but that it doesn't seem to be there 
right now. What what is what is it in your mind that Knox Boogie needs to do to get back to where he somewhere to where he was? Well, here's the thing: when Knox Boogie came into RAWF, of, of course, uh, everybody who is competed against him, they know the level of talent that he has, but he was never here to be a single star. He came here for one purpose and one purpose only. It was to be a part of the tag team division uh, to tag with myself. He wanted to establish dominance within the tag team division, and he did a hell of a job because, in fact, from the moment that Dungeons and Dragons formed till well after almost two years into our run, not a single tag team title match happened that Dungeons and Dragons was not a part of. We were either the champions or we had lost the championship and earned the following matchup to get a rematch. There was not a tag team title match that did not include Dungeons and Dragons for the longest time. And then suddenly we kind of fell off the radar. You see uh, Knox Boogie, he started telling people, you know, he was waiting in the shadows for his moment to make the statement that would, you know, potentially change things or a statement that, that in the very least was going to be a meaningful statement to the RAWF universe. And the fact is he's been sitting in the shadows for so long that I started wondering to myself if the guy's nodded off there in the corner, maybe he's taking a nap, you know, cause uh, he's, he is just not showing up. Nobody knows where Knox Boogie is. He's barely showing up for the matches. He's been mostly MIA. We've gotten counted out in tag team matches and it, you know, I'm telling you, it, it sure shit ain't me who's getting counted out in these matches and Knox Boogie, I, with all the due respect to him, I want him to get back into the singles action, and I think that he will. I think that the messenger of morality is not done with RAWF. I, in fact, believe he will be a world champion again one day. But the first step is to get him back into the ring to give him the motivation. Because the thing is, as I said when we had initially began this conversation, RAWF has reached a certain level now. We have reached this level of success as a company. Everybody around us is a star. I mean, hell, did you just hear Liam O'Shaughnessy? That guy, with every single word, was dripping with an amount of confidence that only somebody that is in the greatest roster in the world can have. That guy screams star from start to finish. And that's not a case of just one guy here in the company. That's the entire roster has this level of star power. And I think that Knox Boogie kind of realized when he looked around, there wasn't anything else to do uh, to help. And that's, that's a, a lot of our mission statement from the start of the opaque brotherhood. We wanted to elevate other people. We wanted to help the company. If, if we are part of this, we want, if we're going to put our stamp of approval on a company, we're going to put our name behind something. We want to make sure it is the best place possible. And I think that he kind of saw that the tide had risen to a point where, he was no longer needed and he started to fade away. And I think that he's kind of missing the forest through the trees here a little bit because sure. RAWF has risen to a brand new level. This, the tag team division was a completely different division when we started where it is now, it is the most competitive tag team division probably in the history of this business currently. And now that the competition is there, time to compete and I, I think that once Knox Boogie sees that he gets that spirit of competition back in him and he realizes we can go even bigger in this tag team division it's going to be something special Dungeons and Dragons I I think that everyone would agree I, you've seen it we are a special tag team and uh, 
I think that I really am looking forward to what we can accomplish in the near future within that division. But as you, as unsurprisingly, the whole thing, I have to, the whole thing, and I agree with you about Knox, uh, and I hope to see Dungeons and Dragons back in the tag team division. But it seems like you were maybe hardest on yourself because you felt like maybe you left the whole group down by letting it get to this point that you think that it's at. You're absolutely right. Uh, the thing is, I'm the one that's been responsible from day one of trying to keep everybody on schedule, you know, try to keep the trains running on time, if you will. I, there is no leader of the Opaque Brotherhood, but there's certainly somebody who keeps us organized and keeps us in line. And that responsibility fell onto my shoulders, and I kind of let it slip to the wayside. Kill Neptune had settled into his his spot, his whatever show he was doing at the time, a talk show, a prediction show, currently his champion's choice segment. He, he found his niche in the company, and it was entertaining. Uncle Frank had reached the pinnacle, had gained the acceptance that he had longed for his entire life from people to just be treated like a human being. Knox Boogie and I had risen the tag team division to a level that could not have possibly been fathomed and everybody was satisfied with their roles and I let them be satisfied instead of kept them hungry. And that's the problem. Uh, I, I needed to make sure that this ship stayed afloat. I needed to make sure that the opaque brotherhood didn't fall off of the rankings and didn't just walk away once they accomplished their first stage of their goals. But more than that, I needed to fix something else. Because the problem wasn't entirely on the Opaque Brotherhood. The problem was on myself. Because I looked into a mirror and I realized I'm not Paragon of Greatness, R-A-W-F, megastar, top-level star of this company like I was maybe even a year ago. I, I think that a lot of people have seen over the past year and some change possibly. Uh, I've had a, a certain pinch on for um, an activity this this last little bit uh, where I've I've been handed a little bit of um, chicken shit and tried to make chicken salad out of it. You know, I've I've been been showing the world my ability to roll a turd and glitter, if you will. I, I'm constantly being asked to work in these situations with people that, and I I do not mean this in any level of disrespect but people I probably shouldn't be working with. Somebody who at the top of the card should not be wasting their time with, yet I am always doing exactly what I said earlier. I'm trying to elevate people. I'm trying to elevate places in this company. I'm trying to make everybody look like a star. And I think that while I've helped some people, a lot of what I've done has just taken a little bit of the shine away from my own star, if you will. You know, what what have I been doing? I've, I've been wasting time in undercard matches that I shouldn't be a part of. I've been getting myself into buried alive matches for respect. I mean, what the hell was that? Every, everybody, every single person told me, this doesn't make any sense. What are you doing? And yet I went out there and I sold my heart out. I told everybody why this was a great idea. Clearly wasn't. And, and that's not only, that's not the only situation, you know, I, uh, I've had a lot of these kind of things where something that's quite frankly pretty stupid has happened, and I've tried to spin it and tried to spin it and tried to spin it and tried to make everybody win. And at the end of the day, 
I'm not making Paragon of Greatness win. I may be helping out the person that I initially set out to help, but I'm doing no favors for myself. Nobody's looking at Paragon of Greatness as the same guy that he once was. And, you know, I realized maybe I can't just say yes every time that somebody knocks on my door and says, hey, you, you know, you want to do this? You want to you want to work on whatever level of, like, hey, I think that you're a top-level star. Maybe if I work with you, some of that stardom will rub off on me. Maybe, maybe you and I can do a little bit of a program for the next month. And I'm always, yes, sir, of course. I, I would love to help you out. And the fact is that maybe I should say no sometimes. Well, Paragon, I know you're hard on yourself, but I have a feeling I, – I, I don't – I think you're being harder on yourself than you need to be. You're still – uh, national champion, after all, you're still one of the n- number. You're still one of the main, the big names here in RAWF. Um, we'll see what happens. The Opaque Brotherhood it should be an interesting year for them. We'll see if that speech motivates one, or, or if not all of them. Real quick, one last question: National Championship contender match tomorrow. Beast, Luke Cage. Who you like? Who you hoping for? You know. After what I had just had to say, I, I say I think that I would love to see Luke Cage win this match. I think that it's it's redemption time. It's it's take two, no more buried alive shenanigans, one on one. Let's see if Luke Cage truly benefited from the situation earlier this year that he was being tried put through his paces to try to earn some respect. But all right, oh, but hold on. I, I have a question to ask beforehand because maybe maybe this this won't be the situation. Maybe they won't be fighting for a match with Paragon of Greatness. Uh, I want to I want to confirm this. Uh, the Superstars Championship, generally speaking, uh, it follows the rankings order, correct? Correct. Uh, and it starts with whomever had failed to. Um, rank just high enough to get a title match, right? Right. Next week, the this this will then reset to whomever is not holding gold that lost a contender's match. That's generally no, the how following, The following week. following week. This, this week is already set in stone. Next week, mm-hmm. it will fall back to whomever has lost a contender's match, not, a, not currently a champion. No. Well, I've got two, two contenders still. Let's It'll be... Well, if, if that's the case, we, we've got the current people, and then there's 24 and 25 remaining. Is that how it works? Okay. Well, I, I want to say this, and it, it means nothing right now. In fact, it's a, it's a bit of a runaround, maybe a bit of a, a time waster. Once the contenders' matches are set, once we've um, started establishing what the order of the Superstars Championship is going to be, I'm thinking – that I have to stay true to my word about what I do for R.A.W.F. and trying to motivate myself and elevate myself. I'm going to start looking at that list come in the coming week, not for this week, but for next week, at least through for a while until I might lose that championship. And I want to try to challenge somebody from the top 25 to a national championship matchup, create a bit of a national title challenge, if you will, so that I have an opportunity to look at some of these people that are coming up on the horizon, 
you know, give a big spotlight to people and prove myself in the crucible of a championship match over the next couple of weeks. All right. Once those contender matches are concluded, you'll you'll see who's who's available. So uh, certainly can do that if you want to have a national championship match uh, sooner than than unyielding. It can be done, no doubt about it. Uh, so with that being said, Paragon, thank you very much for your time tonight. Uh, anything else, real quick? Anything you have to promote tonight? Uh you know, I, I, I don't. I, I was going to try to think of an on-the-spot joke about how you could bring me back for a fourth time so I could ramble some more, but I think that I'm good. All right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Paragon. You've been great. Paragon of greatness is great. All right. We'll talk to you later, sir. All right. All right. El Vacant. See? A couple matches tomorrow we'll talk touch on real quick. Then we'll take a quick song break and get to our other callers. Uh, I mean, Sheik, Tiff won Sheik versus Dee's for the Platinum Dragon Championship winner to possibly face Vex. We may get uh, a Vex versus Teflon Sheik rematch, and we know how that how that how that went last time. How what do you see? And well, of course, I mean Dee's. Uh, he worked very hard, won the extra points tournament, got a, got a Platinum Dragon. Who do you like between Sheik and Dee's? Honestly, I, I I think Dee's has the advantage in that match. I think so too. I think he definitely has some motivation. He was extremely motivated, uh, but you know, we don't know what the Teflon Sheik's motivations are at this point. He's he's all over the place. So, ah, okay. So yeah, it's gonna be that one ought to be good. The main event, Mithras versus Griffith, ought to be good. We'll be talking with the Immortal Griffith here in just a little bit, but. Quick, real quick, I uh, want to actually play a message from the Superstars champion, Luke Cage. He has a few things to say in response to Aggie last week and other things as well. This here what you call domination. It's a combination of skill and concentration. Horosity occasion. Do something amazing. Cause anything that I do, I dominate it. This here what you call domination. It's a combination of skill and concentration. Horosity occasion. Do something amazing. Cause anything that I do, I dominate it. I'm stronger. Go harder. I'm a monster. I conquer. There's three things that I know. Number one, Luke is grateful. To all those R.A.W.F. elite that have nothing else better to do than engage in locker room chit-chat and gossip and can't seem to keep Luke's name off their lips. You know the ones, the ones that you hear week in and week out, the ones that feel they have the right to sit in judgment, pun intended, over all the other R.A.W.F. superstars. Somewhere along the line, respect became a bad thing. To show respect to one's opponent and lift them up, as opposed to downgrading them and putting them down, burying them, the elite don't want to do that. And they want to downgrade Luke because he doesn't. When I got to listen to a certain fledgling champion that wants to downgrade one of R.A.W.F.'s toughest competitors, namely Anarchy's Beast, like he's some kind of mid-card hack, it disgusts me the level of respect that he's not getting. And there ain't no love lost between Luke and Beast, but the fact is I always respected him. And to those that want to say that Terror Inc. held Luke up, well, guess what? You're right. Guys like the world champion Claymore and the Teflon Sheik gave Luke his start in R.A.W.F. Both of those gentlemen taught me a lot. Despite certain philosophical differences, 
those two men did lift me up. Unlike a glorified PR hype man like Judgment, who was around more for comedy relief than he was wrestling. But you know what? One of the principles of the power of positiveness is to live in the present, not the past. And all that's ancient history. So let's move on to the present. Because the second thing I know is, Luke's been having a lot of trouble concentrating on his matches lately. With Aggie appearing at ringside in a puff of hellfire and smoke. Now, Luke ain't afraid of anyone that walks on two legs and breathes the same air as me, but I'll admit that guy gives me the creeps. And your group, Costa Nostra, has got some pretty powerful players in there. People like Moxie and the Hawkster Bully. Nothing to play with. But Aggie, and I'm talking directly to you now, so listen close. What you did the other night to that young man, couldn't have been more than eight or nine years old, choke slamming him onto the mat like that, Well, I've been around some pretty evil people in my day, but that went beyond anything I've ever seen. And apparently you claim you did that because he was wearing a Luke Cage t-shirt? Well, my friend, if your plan was to send me a message, you did. And if you think I'm going to sit still and not bring some justice to that young man and his family, then you're crazier than you look. And if that puts me on a collision course with Costa Nostra, so be it. But let's lighten the mood up a little bit, shall we? Because another principle of the power of positiveness is to find the positive aspect of any situation. And Luke has a lot of positive things happening to him right now. Because I just successfully defended the RAWF Superstars title from another top-notch and dangerous wrestler by the name of Wolfie. Now, Luke's been blessed and fortunate to have successfully defended the title week in and week out. Because the R.A.W.F. Superstar's title is the title of the hardest working man in R.A.W.F., facing many of the toughest competitors in the company. I consider it the blue-collar title, the working man or woman's title. I don't see it as a mid-card title, the way some people describe it. And my only goal is to bring dignity and respect to that strat. Which brings me to the third and final thing that I know. Because I know that Mithras will accept my strongman challenge. Because, brother, the question needs to be answered. And I know Luke has certain enhancements that may not make it a fair contest, but I'm willing to make any allowances to level the playing field if need be. I want this to be a fair contest of muscle versus muscle. So you've seen the three events I proposed. The first, the Hercules hold. The second, the Conan's wheel. And the third and final, the Axel deadlift. So I'm hoping to hear your answer tonight. And Aggie, you and your crew had better stay away from these events because if you or any of your crew shows up, I will exact justice for what you did to that kid. And I'm not just sure of that. I'm positive. There will be no stopping. Uh-huh. It's when you go harder than somebody, man. Yeah. This right here uh-huh. is domination. This here what you call domination. Those words from Luke Cage, the power player, L. Vacant. What did you take from what he had to say? Uh, I mean, that uh, apparently he respects a lot of people. He's just <laughs> super respectful, I guess. Except uh, Aggie. Except well, Aggie, apparently. I agree with him. What Aggie did was pretty vile. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially for Aggie. This may be a new Aggie we've been seeing. Uh, but he may have stepped it, put his foot. He may have stepped in it when he uh, got in the path of Luke Cage. We will see. We will find out in the coming weeks. All right. So with that being said, let's 
now bring on our reigning Midnight Hobo and a Hatfield and McCoy champion. She is a, now a double champion for the first time in her RAWF career. Let's bring on... Congratulations, Maeve. Two championships to your name now. How does it feel? It feels good. I mean, I told you I was going to leave the show with two belts, and that's what I did. I'm like some people in this company. I keep my word. Oh, good. Good, good, good. And, and congratulations. It's, it is definitely a pleasure to see you having two championships for the first time. Uh, with that being said, tomorrow... Uh, two people will fight it out for a shot at your Midnight Hobo Championship at Unyielding. Hot Shot Chaz and Crazy Mama. What are your thoughts on this matchup? I think it's interesting. Um, it's no secret that uh, Crazy Mama and I have had several matches before. Um, she uh, beat me out for a food bar one time, and I feel like she's knocked me out of estrogen tournament more than once so she's definitely a tough competitor uh and hotshot chaz like uh, i mean let's be honest he's just kind of come out of nowhere ain't he in the last few months um i think it's going to be a good match but at the end of the day i think that chaz is going to win it and i kind of hope he does because i'd love to face him for gold at the pay-per-view not that i'm going to make hot- it easy on you chaz lad and it would be hotshot chaz he's he is looking to win his first rawf championship so he is definitely definitely going to be no slouch. I mean, he can look all he wants. He just can't have it. <laughs> uh, I'm so not done with this yet. No, no. You are still, I mean, as we said, you are the longest reigning female Midnight Oboe champion by a long shot. That in itself is it something proud, but I'm, I'm the, sure. I'm the longest reigning non-threshing machine champion is what you mean. <laughs> yes. Well, yes, exactly. Uh you know, you are, you have the fourth longest Midnight Hobo Championship reign on record right now. The other three held by someone else. We know who that is. But, Elvick, uh, anything you'd like to ask, Maeve? Uh, yeah, why aren't you sitting on my knee? Because you hadn't asked yet, lad. Oh, fair enough. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. There you go. Thank you. Oh, well, that's much better. You wanna you wanna hold one of my belts while I talk to boss man? I mean sure, why not? Alright, which one? Yeah, hell, hell, you can hold both of them. I'm feeling generous tonight. Oh, look at me. I mean, you've held wow. you've held a lot more belts in your career. Let's be honest, you've held every belt that you have. 
So Maeve, since you seem since you seem to keep us updated every week on what's been happening uh, in the Go Big Bros, you want to give us an update on what's what we've missed from since last week? Uh, since last week, let's see. Last week, uh, I believe I reported that Strangles were sent home, and this week we just had the news a few hours ago. It were uh, between me and Miss Purr, and uh, Purr is the one who got sent home. So sad for her, but. Hey, I made it halfway through, so that's something, right? Wow. Wow. So how many competitors is that we've left in the Go Big Bro? I house? am one of six. One it of six. Me, Chris Cage, Hobo, Papa Shaker, and the Gibsons. Wow. Okay. So real quick, speaking of the Hobo speaking speaking I'm sorry, speaking of the Go Big Bro house, I am told um, we've got some live coverage from outside the Go Big Bro house right now. Uh, oh, Lord. Is, apparently, there is an animal of some sort laying down ne- next to Hobo Ezekiel. Let's go to live oh, it's, now it's to, the to the Big Bro oh, house. Oh. 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 I'm sorry, Mama Moose, but I was too late. Papa Saker already done punched the sandwich and Chris done threw it at me. It ain't my fault the baloney went bye-bye. That's my beard you're trying to eat, mama. Settle down, mama moose. You're going to keep everyone up on it. No, I'm not. I ain't going to get Mavo here to come milk ins again. My little mama moose, cause I thought I was never gonna see her again. Don't eat it. Ravan Gibson done gave it. Go back to sleep, mama. I'm here now. Hobo's here. Sure, beautiful night out here under these stars. Beats having to sleep in a house. Somewhere out there 
can see us through. Then we'll be together somewhere out there, out where dreams come true. Mama Moose, that's my beard ends is chewing on. Oh, hell. That was Mama Moose. Out. Quit fighting me. To think we might be wishing on the same bright storm. And when the night wind starts to sing a lonesome lullaby somewhere. can see us through, then we'll be together, Mama, me and you, out where dreams come true. God damn it. Um, Comments, Maeve? Of all the things I've ever heard, that was certainly one of them. I really don't know what you expect me to say about that. Uh, I mean, he's your your housemate. I'm just saying. I mean, he's been also attached to that moose ever since they dropped us off in the middle of God knows where in the outfit. I need to back up and ask one question about the things he said. Yeah. Yeah. He said something about having you m- milk the moose. Yeah, I had I had to milk the moose so that we could have milk for food. I talked to, I talked about this weeks ago. I, you, clearly, you I want, blanked that out intentionally. Um, you obviously don't pay enough attention when I'm talking. Well, I mean, it's sometimes a little hard to listen because you wiggle a little when you're on the lap. Do it, do it. I get distracted. You know how some people talk with their hands. I, I mean, I, I you 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 kind of talk with your hips. It's sort of weird, but I like it. Huh? You learn something new about yourself all the time. Well, I mean that. What I mean that was beautiful. I got, what can you say? It was it was utterly beautiful. Is not the word I'd use for that, lad. It was quite it was utterly, utterly I, beautiful. Highly disturbing and liable to get someone on a government watch list is more where I'd go with that. But sure, we'll we'll go with beautiful. All right. 
Well, well May, was there anything else you want to talk about? Or you just, are you, are you, I mean, I mean, you're going to have to give me a moment to collect my thoughts because I certainly weren't expecting that uh, interlude in, in the middle of this. I thought we'd come on, we'd talk about the pay-per-view matches, talk about how excited it is that I'm major two belts. Yes, yes, Maybe excited you how me, you are. Will you make me spin that weird wheel of yours again, you know? Oh, yes, we could do that too. I did, I, you're right, we need to spin the wheel because you do not have a match for tomorrow. That's that's That's... We can do that as well. But first, how do, talk to me about the matches. First of all, there was a match with Beast. We talked about the match with Beast last week. Talk about yeah, and um, I'd like to just correct something that was said earlier. Um, I don't feel that I ever dismissed Beast as a mid-card anything. I just said that I were better than him. And once again, for the third time where this belt's concerned, to prove that. Um but no, I never, I never said nothing about mid card nothing. Um, and if someone's gonna misquote me, they should at least have the dignity to, you know, mention yeah. my name when they do so. All right. But with that being said, um... it, it were a hell of a fight, and Beast has come a long way just since the last time I faced him. So I were impressed with him, and he definitely gave it his best shot. So well done him, and he certainly earned his contendership match tomorrow, and I wish him nothing but the best of luck. All right. All right. Well, and Hot Shot Chaz, Crazy Mama, will vie for a shot at your Midnight Hobo Championship at Unyielding. Um, So with that being said, uh, I'm sure you'll be keeping an eye on it. And would you like, should we spin the wheel, make the deal for your match tomorrow on Superstar? Sure, why not? I, I know what All you right. mean. Yeah. You want to spin it or you want me to do it? I want Vacant to do it. Oh, all right. I, I, missed, I missed him last week. so. Sure, well, hold on. I just, I just kind of lead, lead the leading around you a little bit here to reach it. Just... Am, I, am I on your way? I could get help. No. <laughs> you ready? Here we go for it. See. All right, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Tomorrow on Superstars, you will t- take on Uncle Frank. So, and uh, you know, if 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 he, if he is indeed motivated what, by what Paragon had to say, uh, I mean, if, Uncle, little... if Uncle Frank's even vague, vaguely human, he probably zoned out a quarter of the way through Paragon's speech. I, I doubt he heard all of it. Well, we God, will find God knows out. I didn't listen to all of it. We will find out if indeed the Monster of the Hills. Can make it back and, and, and you know We will find out if he is definitely the monster Tomorrow on Superstars When you take him on good luck to you Maeve. Thank you Thank you Alan. hopefully I'll have as good luck Against him as I did against some other big fellas Alright so that is May's match Anything you'd like to promote tonight Maeve? Uh, yeah I'd like to Promote Go Big Bro like I said we're halfway There and uh, I feel like Things are just going to get harder And harder from here what she said um but we we have a lot of fun over there um even though i do suspect that destroyer is at least trying to break our spirits if not to actually kill us uh so tune into that um also 
I'd like to ha- invite everyone to tune in to Black Irish Saturdays over on NMW, where I'm the GM. We just made an exciting new hire, and I think that it's going to do great things for the company. All right. Thank you, Maeve, for your time. Uh, Thank enjoy you, the lap. Enjoy. Stay as long as you'd like there over on the lap, I guess. Not, not that I have to tell you to do so, but, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I'm afraid I got a seat out in the lobby waiting for me, but oh. it's always a pleasure. All right. Are you pouting at me? I mean, only because you're trying to leave. You know, I'll be back next week. I mean, the week's a long time. You know where my locker room is. You could always come visit. Besides, right, that's you true. know. He he he, he needs the warmth because you know apparently we're in Calgary here and he's forgotten. I'm surprised he hasn't bitched about how cold it is. It's 24 degrees out there. Look, it was so bad out there. I blacked it out. I don't actually remember how I got here. (laughs) All I know is I. The last thing I remember, I was at my hotel. And then the next thing I know, I'm sitting here with like this giant mug of hot cocoa. And I'm like huddled there, over it, and I'm here. I don't even know who gave me there, the mug. There, there were cocoa, and you didn't also mean none. Oh, that's oh. oh, I drank that. It's gone. That was hours ago. I get here pretty early. All right. Well, you, Maeve, thank you for your time. We gotta get to our other callers here. So, uh, good. Thank you, you boss know, Good luck against thank Uncle Frank you. tomorrow. For the record, during that little song break, one of the nephews called up and said that the deep fryer has frozen outside. Ah. It's not boiling oil. Oh, for God's sake. Ladies and gentlemen, our next guest, he teamed up with his brother Alex at Love Hurts in an Inferno tag team match against Boney and Slashy. They were not victorious, but afterwards, something happened we need to discuss. He is, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, Mark Cal, the mysterious Mark Caliber is joining us now. Mark, good evening. Good evening, LA. Hola, señor. Hola, So, Mark, talk to me. I mean, it was a loss. You, you, you and Alex took the loss in the Inferno tag team match, but afterwards, um, you know, you'd been hearing voice this woman in your head for quite a while, apparently before. This night, and that woman revealed herself to be demented fallen angel. 
shortly after the match. Talk to me about what happened and what's going to happen going forward. Well, L.A., let's just say, unfortunately, the Inferno Tag match wasn't exactly what we hoped for. Yes, we were burned. I mean, it, it was bad enough when Alex got burned. And then, and then after the match, Lashley pretty much powerbombed me onto the flames. But then, of course, let's just say we left the world stunned. DFA, yes, we were burning. But she came and she took away our pain. She took away your pain. Well, I mean, that that that's good. I didn't know she had that kind of power. So, um, okay. So, where where does this lead you and Alex going forward? Uh, will you be under the tutelage of of DFA from that the time for the time being? In a certain way, you can say that she has a lot of plans for us. A lot of plans, a lot of pain, a lot of misery headed everyone's way. This is not the same caliber brothers that you all knew. Of course, for granted, we've went through a lot of changes, but this one, this one might just take the cake, so to speak. Okay. Well, Mark, I can yeah. tell you this. You did congratulations on making the top twenty-five at number twenty-five. Next week, uh, you will yeah. face whoever wins the, in the Superstars title match between Luke Cage and Simply the Best. You will uh, challenge for the Superstars title next uh, Sunday. So, that is where does that let you? Where I mean. I'm sure you're excited about that. It's been a while since you've held gold in RAWF. Yes, it has. I was hurting a lot when I lost both of those titles. Saturday night, Powerball. But now that things are different. Now that I have a guiding angel, so to speak. She will help me maintain where I was before. The Superstars title will be ours for the taking. All right. And last but not least, Mark, is there anything you'd like to promote tonight? Yes. As soon as my manager comes home from Somewhere, we Commonwealth Wrestling does have a pay-per-view uh, first thing tomorrow called Collision Course, which is a, which is the Brand Wars pay-per-view, Hammerlock versus All Action versus Stampede. Speaking of which, LA, you will be part of that pay-per-view. You will be well, representing AAW. And you will be challenging 
for the Bahamas Professional Championship. Woohoo! I love me. Wait, Bahamas Professional Championship? Do I get a free trip to the Bahamas if I win that? Because I could really <laughs> use, you know, because it's cold up here. I kind of like. No. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You're right. It is cold up here, huh? huh? You can take right? a trip whenever you want. Woohoo! Bahamas, here I come. Oh, vacant. You can stay here. And and hold down the fort while I'm gone to Bahamas. <laughs> Sound good? No. Just for that, I'm bringing Liam back. Uh, of course, that title is for those who are level 150 or more. I'm high. I'm 500. I mean, two. Exactly. Okay. Or 300. Sorry, 300, 500. All right. Thank you, Mark. You have a nice evening, and good luck to you. Uh, we'll talk to you more about the match next week if you're around. All right, then. Whew. All right. Well, I mean, definitely uh, a different uh, Mark Caliber. Uh, seems a little more focused now, uh, if not a little more vague. What, what did you think, Elvagan? I mean, it, it, was a little, it was a little vague, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, look – you know, uh, I, I've seen I've seen Mark go through you know some pretty interesting stages in my time here, um, and uh, personally, I I tend to prefer when he's a little more focused, and I think he does better when he's a little more focused. So I'm personally I'm kind of happy to see it. I agree. I totally agree. Although with admittedly, that. I fully admit when 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 the the, the the creepy thing guy came out. He was pretty effective there too, but 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 well, I don't. We, we don't see. need that. That was creepy. Yeah, we will see what the influence of DFA has on his RAWF career going forward, and and his brother Alex as well. Uh, should be very interesting. All right, so we got several people still to talk to. Everyone, stay patient. We may extend the show due to the amount of people we need to talk to. Please hang in there with us if you're still on hold. Some people have been able to get through via. Uh, in email invites, thank goodness. Let's bring on Mr. R.A.W.F. He has a GM report to give, and we'll talk to him about what's, uh, what he's been up to. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Good evening. Good evening, sir. So, first of all, you have have like it. oh hi. 
Uh, so, Judge, we'll talk about oh, your, yeah. talk about talk about your big match at Love Hurts in just a second and what all happened. But let's talk about Hatfield McCoy division. Do you you have something special to tell? You have something important to tell the folks. Yes, congratulations to Mavis for being the new champion. That's that's not all you have to tell them, right? No, you know the other thing I was going to talk about is you know I was setting up the little tournament thing. We're setting up the tournament. All of a sudden, I I, I something I, I I decided to use some of your shampoo. Wait. You used some of my shampoo? Yeah, I decided to take, use some of your shampoo. I put it on, and it burnt. It sent my head, it just, I mean, scalding. Scowl, it just, like, set a fire, a blaze, a burning inferno. Ooh, 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 awful. But, so I was trying to run out, trying to figure out what to do. And and, and and as I was running out to get it, to finally got, I finally got a cold press to put on it. But I accidentally bumped the tournament engine, and it started. There was still people standing in line waiting to get in a tournament. I said to myself, uh-oh, uh-oh. That's what I said to myself because I called myself self. I said, uh-oh, uh-oh. So I was wandering around trying to figure out what I needed to do. So I made another tournament. There were a few people in it. Well, as I was thought I was doing the right thing, I heard this big voice from above said, George, you cannot do that. And I'm like, huh, who, who, who's talking to me? Like, no, you cannot do that. I said, but great big, great big voice in the sky. I made a tournament so people could be on there. No, you cannot do it that way. Okay, so I went back. I took some consideration. Reset the tournament to where it would be fair for everyone. Now, if you're in the other tournament that I posted in there, there's there's a tournament called Take Two. That's the only tournament you need to worry about. The other tournaments are null and void. You're only going to get the coins off of it. So... Enjoy the coins if you win. Congratulations. It was a good, 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 good run. But the one you need to worry about is the one that says take two. That's the one that's going to get you on the road to unyielding. All right. So in case you in case you all didn't understand Judgies, uh, the, the newest tournament, the one that just got put out, take two, and I believe he put it out today, and then sent a message to everyone involved. Um, that is the tournament you have to be, has to win. Last night. To get... It went out last night. It went out last night. That's what I said. You said today. You had too much. To... Quit using my shampoo. You're hearing things. Okay. <laughs> so, Judge. With that being said, we got that all. We got that all squared away. Your voice sounds awful familiar, like the voice in the sky. Okay. <laughs> Well, you know, maybe. Uh, but congratulations, Judge! You almost pulled off a clean sweep of the Opig Brotherhood at Love Hurts. Almost, if it hadn't been for Knox Boogie winning the Firehouse match against you, you went. But you went three for four. Very impressive, uh, including the win over Paragon. And so, with all that being said and done, uh, what's next for Judgment J Esquire here in RAWS? Well, what's next with Judgment Jazz Choir? There's certain there's there's, there's, a, there's a person out there that I intend on trying to get into to face. He has something he's held it for a long time now, and 
And it's one of the most prestigious titles that I've ever gone for. I've held it 15 times. And this person has held it longer than I have. But it's something that I want, and I've got my eyes on it. I almost came, I, I came, I came almost to beating him the last time and him was in the match. I almost was able to pull it off. But I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait and see what happens. Uh, if I can earn my way there, then I'm going to earn my way there. I'm going to fight the truth and now to try to get myself there, and that's to take the men's title back mm. to where it rightfully belongs. All right. Well, that's a good goal, Judge. I'm glad you do have. I'm glad. Good luck with that, and uh, you know what you have to do to get there. I know what I have to do, and I know who who has it, and I know what I have to do to get there. And like I said, this person is – I respect this person. This person is a hell of a fighter, and I'm going to try to do what I need to do. I'm using using reverse psychology. I'm doing like the presidential candidates. I'm not saying people's names, but this person knows who I'm talking about. Ha! See what I'm doing there? Did you catch what I'm doing? I see what you're doing there. I saw what you did there. All right. I did that good. Well, good luck to you. And, good luck uh, to you, too. Oh, should we spin the wheel to see who you face tomorrow? Yeah, but you got to do something about your shampoo. That shampoo's awful. Well, quit using it. Why were you using my shampoo? Because it says it removes it's scalp. Especially I mean, it removes, it, removes, it removes itchiness. All right. Well, okay, go. You ready for me to spin it? I'm going to spin this. I'm going to spin this wheel. Superstars, you face Aggie. So, good luck against Aggie there. Good luck against your microphone there. What? Your shampoo. Good luck against your shampoo. And I have to say, Knox was was a hell of a fight, and Paragon was was well respected in in the match, and I, I, uh, Congratulations to all the brotherhood. They gave a they gave a good fight. So congratulations to them. All right. Now good evening, and I will be going ahead back to my back to my 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 pillow and and enjoy the rest of the show. All right, you do that. Have fun with your pillow. <laughs> Not often I get to say that phrase, but yeah, it works. All right. I mean, Next, at least it wasn't a Mave doll. Next up, the reigning Platinum Dragon champion, fresh off a huge victory at Love Hurts to retain that title tomorrow on Superstars 2. People she knows very well will compete for a shot at unyielding. She is... Human heart, I'm left 
gentlemen, she is Lady Vex. Good evening, Vex. Good evening, LA. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Congratulations on still being Platinum Dragon Champion. Victory over Mithras at Love Hurts. Uh, a feeling of possibly redemption after beating Mithras? Yeah, especially after taking four eye gouges, steel knuckles to the head, and a chain around my neck. What kind of referees are you hiring? <laughs> um, really? I'm 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 sorry that happened. He has been reprimanded and 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 fined, but um, you know, still a huge a huge victory, uh, still platinum dragon champion, and uh, you get through one more pay per view, you'll go to immortal as as platinum dragon champion, which I know, uh, probably a huge goal for you considering where immortal is. We've already talked about that, but tomorrow on Superstars two. Two men that I know you know very well, Teflon Sheik and Bees, will compete for a shot at the Platinum Dragon Championship. And we know the last time you got in the ring with Sheik, it, it, it kind of ended unsatisfactorily. Are you hoping Sheik beats Dees and, and moves on to face you for the Platinum Dragon Championship? Well, I wouldn't say I, I know them very well. I know of them. I've seen them around. Um, I don't know them on a super personal level. Um, Sheik has become acquainted with my knee quite well. Um, too bad he didn't come become acquainted with the steel floor. Um, I would kind of like to have that match with Sheik. Um, but then again, what's he going to do? I gouge me too. <laughs> I mean, really, is he even going to try? Because that's what Sheik does. He, he, he walks out of the ring and he disqualifies. So, I mean, do I want an easy track to Immortal? I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't fight against it. Um, that being said, Dez is kind of um, unpredictable as well. You never know which Dez you're going to get. Um Either way, I think it should be an interesting path to Immortal, but that's not going to stop me from going for a first or second place this month to try to uh, go for the world title so that I can headline as well. All right. Well, I mean, and it should be a good match either way, something I would definitely look forward to. Uh, uh, either, either a rematch from rematch against Sheik, because, you know, I, that would be just, I have a feeling would be one hell of a grudge match. Uh, but then Dees, you know, Dees has been uh, hankering to get back into the pick, title picture. I know he'd be definitely, he had a really good period. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, either match should be a really good. So, with that being said, should would you like to spin the wheel to see who you face tomorrow on Superstars? Well, I'll let you and your Excedrin hair shampoo do it. Excedrin hair. I don't have to. All right. Here we go, then. As you wish. Let's do it. Huh. 
seems to be a night for Rolling Opape Brotherhood members. Tomorrow on Superstars, you get the man you beat for your first World Heavyweight Championship here in RAWF, the one and only Knox Boogie. So that is your opponent for tomorrow's Superstars. And, uh, not bad. Not bad. That was good. I really like that one. All right. Mm-hmm. Ah, all right. Well, anything else you'd like to discuss, Vex? People we still have? Um, Unstoppable for R.A.W.F. Hall of Fame 2021. You forgot the hashtag. I, I hash, oh, right, it's radio. You can't see what I did. Hashtag Unstoppable <laughs> for R.A.W.F. Hall of Fame 2021. All right, wow. Thank you, Vex, for that. All right. Uh, moving along, then. Anything... Were, are you are you good or is there was there anything else you wanted to say? I think that's it. You know, it's been um, it's been an interesting last few weeks, and REWF is full of all kinds of things. Um, so that's really my only big promotion comment. Anything. All right. Thank you, Vex. Thanks, Ellie. All right. Next up, he is. The reigning men's and ultimate gauntlet champion, and he also squares off with Mithras the title machine for a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship at Unyielding. He is. Congratulations on continuing your epic run as men's champion at Love Hurts with the win over Powerbomb McGee, as well as retaining the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship uh, against Tigress. So still two titles, but tomorrow on Superstar is a chance to compete for a third one at Unyielding, that being the big one, the World Heavyweight Championship, possibly a seventh reign if you are victorious over Mithras tomorrow. So talk to me about facing Mithras tomorrow for a shot at the World Away Championship. I'm going to get to that in, in a second. I just I kind of want to – someone earlier tonight, I, I don't remember who it was. I, it, it's probably not important. Um, 
you know, was going on about how they had the match of the year at this last pay-per-view. And I was like, I mean, it's funny because it didn't sound like Powerbomb, you know, but I know Powerbomb was involved in what is potentially the match of the year because it was, I was there, I was part of it. Um, and that really said, it didn't sound like Powerbomb. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't, I don't think he was here. But, but so here's the thing, you know, uh, you know, you got people out there talking about like, they're the match of the year, write the check now, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there going, like, were you not paying attention? Because, you know, match of the year is probably already a lock between, you know, from from you know, little wait, little couple, little bit ago there with uh, with Mithras and I in the back alley. You know, did you remember that? You know, that knockdown mm-hmm. down drag out brawl. You know, mm-hmm. that. I mean, if you're gonna try and call that strap match equal to that match, I, I think I think maybe maybe you, you took a few too many blows to the head. Just perhaps, just perhaps. Um, but you know, look, I, I'm not going to say it's a bad match. It was a great match, especially for the level of talent that was in the match. I mean, that they far exceeded that what would be expected. But you know, look, if you're going to go by matches of the year, first you got to get past that match I had with Mitchell. Then you got to get past that match I had with Powerbomb. And oh wait, you're probably also going to have to get past the match I'm about to have with Mitchell. Because when you have two of the baddest motherfuckers that have ever walked this freaking ring going in your main event to see who's going after the world championship. You better believe you were going to get the fight of the fucking year. I mean, no doubt about it. When the two of you get in the same ring uh, for something that important, it is always a knockout drag down affair. Uh, certainly. So with that being said, uh, how hungry are you to get a second opportunity to, or, I mean, to get back at Claymore for taking that world championship from you? Yeah, let's just say that uh, I, I would, uh, I would not just uh, turn my nose up at a shot at redemption there. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm certainly sure that you're. And, of course, were you to actually get past Mithras tomorrow and then go on and beat Claymore at Unyuning, that would be a seventh. Seven-time Superman, baby. Yeah, it would definitely be something else. So, uh, well, you know what? Since you're here and since he's on hold, we might as well bring on your opponent for tomorrow. And the two of you uh, can uh, say what you need to say to each other before the big match, ladies and gentlemen. He finished first in this period's rankings, thus earning him the other spot in the World Championship Contender match tomorrow. He is... Title machine. He is Mithras. Mithras, good evening, sir. Hey, how you doing? 
Amadeus. I'm doing good, Mithers. It's good to hear from you. So, let's good morning. congratulations on the number one ranking in this rankings period. Uh, yeah. Very dominant performance. Uh, but tomorrow, it's not going to be easy. You take on the immortal Griffith, the winner faces Claymore for the World Heavyweight Championship at Unyielding. So yeah. you heard what Griffith have to, has to, had to say. What is your retort? Well, uh, yeah, he, he is a tough competitor. I mean, you know, we've, we've actually uh, have had this title match twice uh, before, once uh, in November where he won very well. And then the three-way back early last year. Um, So we know each other in in the ring, and this will even be our third third matchup, and we'll see how it goes. You know, two out of three, who's going to come out on top? Um, There's no doubt that that he is a tough, tough um, competitor, and uh, I don't I don't plan to be taking it easy on him either. And I'm certain and you it, wouldn't. If I could, I'd like to also observe that there are two very different styles clashing and two very different people uh, clashing in, in this match. It, it will be definitely, um, you know, a contrast. And we'll just see who, who wins. All right. Fair enough. So, I mean, it could, it's going to be an interesting circle considering, uh, you know, Griffith beat you for the world title and then Claymore beat Griffith. One or two of you is going to go back for a shot at it. But Claymore, you and Claymore, along with Cheflon Sheik, seem to have a new um, business agreement or, you know, what, what you, you would call it, the, the necessary evil, um, as the three of you are calling it. Are you going to, if you do beat Griffith tomorrow, are you going to have a problem facing Claymore for the World Heavyweight Championship? Is that going to affect this uh, business situation? No. No, we're we're all professionals, and uh, you know we get paid the same, win or lose. So it doesn't matter too much um, as far as bragging rights goes. He and I have both, um, you know, had. The, I'm sorry, uh, Claymore and I have both had the title, um, so we don't need to to worry about you know reputation or anything like that. It's just a matter of putting on a great show. But you know who knows? Uh, I got I got a very large uh, mountain to climb before I get there. Um, indeed, you definitely do. Yep. Uh, real real quick before we'll get back to this in just a second. Luke Cage, as you might have heard, has challenged you to, uh, I guess, a workout competition, a test of strength. If it was, you've I'm sure you've yeah. heard. Uh, so he he is waiting for a response. Uh, would you like to give a response to that tonight, or? Or otherwise, he and I actually have uh, spoken, um, and we have a question about some technicalities, about some certain advantages that he has way, way, way over me that doesn't really make it fair. So, um, and he knows it. I mean, it's not like I'm whining about it or anything. He he knows it. So, um, yeah, uh, that may or may not happen, but just stay tuned on that. Okay. I guess we'll go stay tuned on on if you accept Luke Cage's challenge. So keep us informed. 
All right. So now back to back to the big match with the Immortal Griffith. Griffith, you've heard what what uh, Mithras has to say. Uh, anything to respond to? I mean, there's not really a ton to respond to. He's right. We're very different wrestlers. Uh, we're both going in. We neither of us need to prove anything. I think. Uh, I mean, between us, we've proven more than pretty much anyone in this company could ever be asked to prove. So, I mean, this is, quite frankly, this is about ego and nothing else. Like, there's no, neither of us is hurting for money. Neither of us needs the fame. Neither of us needs the recognition. This is just two guys going out there, you know, effectively a rubber match. You know, like he said, we had that three-way dance that that he he retained. We had another fight where I, I managed to take the belt. So now it's, you know, while this isn't for the belt, it's important, you know, and 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 it's important. I guess, like I said, I don't, I don't think there's any other way to say it. It's, this is, this is about pride. This is, and it's all it's about. Does the mat importance of the match, and this is a question for both of you, go up knowing that there is a good chance that you could, if you go to unyielding to face Claymore and beat him, or not, not a good chance. If you do beat Claymore, you will be going to the biggest pay per view, Immortal, as World Heavyweight Champion. Mithras, you did this last year. You were champion going into Immortal. Uh, Griffith, you know, you've. I think you might have been there at one point. I'd have to go look at the official, but how important I have been made Immortal twice. So, how important is it to you to be in the main event of Immortal? To I'll start with Griffith. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, it's important to me. I mean, of course, I should be in the main event, main event of a, you know, as a pay per view named for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not even gonna go. Just not done arguing about that. But anyways, uh, so I'm gonna go. Okay, Mithras. What are you? Well, look, you, you you were talking about being in the main event. Um, you know, much like these days, I I am a title, and um, I think in a way I could be described as the main event just by myself, but I think, um, you know, it, it would be an honor to have that, that world he- uh, heavyweight title going into Immortal. But let's take, you know, one step at a time. One step at a time. That's right. Tomorrow's match will determine who faces Claymore for the World Heavyweight Championship at Unyielding. It should be one hell of a match. I wish both of you the best of luck. Uh, yeah. Can, can I add a, a couple of things there real quick? Sure. Okay. Just, um, you know, uh, hats off to Claymore for that uh, really rough battle for the uh, white lightning title. I don't know if you all saw the ending of that. You might want to take a look at it. It's uh, it was pretty crazy um, and kind of unprecedented, uh, but anyways, so take a look at that. And then also, um, you know, congratulations to Lady Vex for winning the, um, you know, retaining uh, the Platinum Dragon title. It was, a, you know, she did a great job in the match. And, uh, you know, hats off. Uh, congratulations. And she certainly, um, you know, has uh, been in RAWF for quite a long time. And, and the Platinum Dragon title is representative to many as the heart and soul of the company. And who better than someone who has been here, um, you know, for quite a while. And it's put a lot in 
into the company. I mean, you know, we, we know she, she invests quite a bit of time in things she does for others. So congratulations on the match win. And uh, that is about it. All right. I'll take that. I was going to ask you if you have anything to promote, but I th- it sounds to me like you promoted. Do you have anything extra to promote? No. All right. Griff, do you have anything Thank to promote you. tonight? <laughs> what do I have to promote? Well, I mean, other than the greatest, you know, the greatest matchup in a main event you've had in weeks. Uh, no, no, not really. No. All right. Well, I guess I guess all the words are over. We'll see the actions tomorrow in Calgary for the sh- shot at Claymore's World Heavyweight Championship at Unyielding. Other matchups tomorrow on Superstars for some of the folks here in the chat. Uh, Demented Fallen Angel to face Kane the Governor. Who else we got out there? Mark Caliber will be facing Big and Hitman. Uh, Paragon of Greatness to take on Alex Caliber. Uh, let's see here. All right, no beast. Let's see. Coogs. Who is Coogs to face tomorrow? Coogs to take on Jake Bagwell tomorrow on Superstars. So, and that, of course, among the many matchups uh, on RAWF Superstars live from Calgary. With that being said, Elvacant, uh, anything you would like to say or promote before we say, sign off? Uh, see, um, I'm not sure exactly uh, how I'm getting out of this building without dying, but uh, if I manage it uh, next week, uh, because apparently we're still in this frozen hell that he has brought us to, um, I, I'm bringing back the hot chocolates at the trucks, uh, and it, you know it'll be buy, buy one, get one free. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. And, uh, you know, it's not that it it could be a lot colder. You know, it's not that bad. I mean, 24 degrees, that's kind of balmy for Calgary. Sure. For Calgary, that's like saying, you know, man, this this stab wound is pretty small for a machete. Like, you're great. I'm still stabbed. (laughs) All right, folks. With that being said, um, keep an eye out. I do hope to have the Xanthus Platinum Dragon donation scene up uh, somewhere between either Friday or Saturday this week. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. And uh, we will see you all here next week on RAWF After Hours. We should know at least one or a few of the con- results of the contender matches tomorrow from Calgary and be able to start piecing together the card for unyielding on the road, a journey to immortal. Ah. For L vacant, I am Lord Amadeus. This has been RAWF After Hours. Good night, everybody. Hasta luego. Bye-bye. <laughs>